Hello, Dr. Harry Singh here, the host of the Dentist Profit Playbook podcast, How to Grow Your Facial Aesthetic Business. I'm going to cover a strange topic today. Can our moods be affected by toxic treatments? The reason it may not seem relevant to marketing is obviously we're not talking about marketing directly in terms of lead generation, conversions, testimonies, referrals, retention of patients, but indirectly, studies have shown that oxalam toxin toxin treatments can improve your mood, and that could be one of the marketing angles you could come up to differentiate yourself with your local competitors. So let's have a look at this. Yeah. So did the chicken or the egg come first? Does our mood reflect our facial expressions, or does our facial expressions reflect our mood? So what we used to see is our emotions directly directed our facial expressions, but studies have shown it's our facial expressions that determine our emotions. So that's a quite a big um, breakthrough. So I'm going to say that again. Our facial expressions that determine our emotions. So we all know you cannot feel depressed if you're smiling and being expressive with your face. To feel depressed, you need to have little expression on your face, look sad, look down, and curl up your body. So for example, whenever my children are upset or start crying, which they normally do when they realize I'm their dad. First thing I do is get them to open their body up, look towards the sky and crack a joke to get them to smile. And it works every time, not anymore because it's all dad jokes. But best thing you can get them to do is look upwards to the ceiling or the sky. You will not feel depressed. So researchers also understood this strategy. And then they started asking themselves whether if you prevented negative facial expressions, such as frowning, could we change that person's mood and help with depression? So William James was an American philosopher. In 1890, he, he said that common sense of viewing emotions is wrong. He went on to say that without our body's ability to express an emotion, that emotion cannot exist. For example, he was saying we cannot experience fear without faster heartbeats, more shallow breathing, trembling lips, weak at the knees, goosebumps, etc. Obviously, our facial expressions have evolved over millions of years. Charles Darwin in 1872 wrote, a man may be absorbed in the deepest thought and his brow will remain smooth until he encounters some obstacle in his train of reasoning or is interrupted by some disturbance and then a frown passes like a shadow over his brow. So that has some toxin, Charles um, Darwin. So we can tell if someone is angry by the negative facial expressions we all know, such as frowning. We know the opposite to the negative frown is a positive smile. William Shakespeare, a smile cures the wounding of a frown. So what do we know? So frowning occurs by the contraction of the gabella muscles, which there are two major ones, corrugators and the procerus. It's the corrugator that contributes more to the frown. Translated from Latin, corrugator supercilii literally means the wrinkler above the eye. And the contraction of this muscle draws the eyebrows together to create the frown. We all know that the appearance of frown will tell others exactly what you are feeling. But let's take it a step further. The actual process of frowning will tell you what you are feeling. And this, creating a state of your conscious mind, will influence your decisions or your results. There. So we all know Tony Robbins talks about the tear formula, thoughts, emotions, actions, result. 
everything starts off with your thoughts. This sparks off certain emotions, which lead us into action, which eventually determines our results. Tear, T-E-A-R. So we can see that our initial thoughts determine the results we achieve in life. So if we are saying that it's your facial expressions that determine your emotions and mood at any given time, then where can we seek this evidence? Hollywood, obviously. Actors have to take up the various roles associated on a regular basis. As far back as the 18th century, a German dramatist, Hoffold Abgium, suggested that the actor properly imitates all the external signs and all the bodily expressions of a particular inner state and therefore will recreate this internally or the same emotions, thoughts and feelings of the active part. This begins the research into the facial feedback. Charles Ball in Essays on the Anatomy and Physiology of Expression wrote, by the actions and expressions of the body betraying the passions of the heart, we may be startled and forewarned, as it were, by the reflection of ourselves, and at the same time learn to control our passions by restraining the expression of the role. Going back to Charles Darwin, the intimate relation which exists between almost all emotions and their outward manifestation, and partly from the direct influence of exertion of the heart and consequently on the brain. So in 1890, William James, a Harvard psychologist in his work, Principles of Psychology, suggested that our muscles contribute to our emotions and that changes in the muscles are occurring all the time to suit the emotions of the moment, even if we are constantly unaware of them. That's the critical part, even if we are constantly unaware of them. More recent studies have shown a correlation between the intensity of the smile and the internal emotion it produces. We all want to be happier and then reduce the amount of stress we experience. How can we do this? So after listening to me, one simple way to smile more, have more positive thoughts. This will lift your mood and decrease your producing negative facial expressions. So what about toxin treatments? Eric Finzi carried out toxin treatments on his patients that were depressed, but showed no visible frowns. On review, he noticed that these patients felt a marked improvement in their emotional state. He postulates that the contraction of these frown muscles are sending negative emotional signals to the brain, and the brain is measuring the strength of the frown muscle contraction, weighing it against the strength of the smile, and they're deciding which emotion to produce. That is a really great breakthrough. So I'm going to read that again. So Eric Finzi carried out embotulinum toxin treatments on his patients that were depressed but showed no visible frowns. On review, he noticed that these patients felt a marked improvement in their emotional state. He postulates that the contraction of these frown muscles are sending negative emotional signals to the brain and the brain is measuring the strength of the frown muscle contraction, weighing it against the strength of the smile and this the most important part, deciding which emotion to produce. For example, my patients come in for a number of reasons. Some say cosmetics, some say to improve their confidence. I would say it probably does put you in a better mood if you feel better about the way you look. It's not doing your hair, your teeth, whatever else. It's not what happens to you that's important, it's what you feel and do about what happens to you. If you want to look at further references, go to Eric Finzi the face of emotion in 2020. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
Hopefully you found it enjoyable and I came at a different angle to help your marketing your USP.